Welcome to the 612 podcast. I'm Jonathan Stiano, consultant plastic surgeon, and I'm going to talk about how you can make your private practice run like a business rather than just a job. I'm going to talk about putting in systems and processes into your practice so that you can deliver a consistently excellent service and level of care to your patients. I'm not talking about the clinical care that you deliver, I'm talking about everything else. Every week, at 6.12, I'll be on the club Facebook page with a live broadcast where I'll be giving tips and advice. And I'll run on to this podcast, which will be published every Friday. So here goes for today's episode. It is a podcast for doctors, and it is about people who are interested in growing their private practice. And today I'm going to be talking about the power of your database. And this is something that I learned when I went to a lot of business conferences and seminars and meetings. They spoke a lot about how powerful a database is. And a lot of people who are trying to start businesses and get into certain industries are desperate for a database. And they buy databases or they, you know, they spend years and years to build up their database and they're keen to have a database because they realize the power of a database and i think doctors don't realize the power of their database because we've all got a database which we do not use at all like zero nada niente nisht nil we don't use it at all and it is a huge opportunity and it's there's huge value in your database um, if you look at Money Saving Expert, just to give you an example, who uh, money, uh, Martin Lewis uh, started that in, nine, in 2003 uh, for £100. He built a website in, in 2003 called MoneySavingExpert.com. And all it really was was a database. It was a very engaged group of people who were interested in saving money and getting deals. And he sold that in 2012. So nine years later, for £87 million. Uh, it didn't really generate revenue in itself. It was a database, £87 million from a £100 investment nine years earlier. So you realize that what people will pay for a database, for an engaged audience to talk to, because they realize the value in having an engaged audience we've all got an, an audience we've all got a database but we are not engaged with them at all so i urge you to think about the value you've got there and i really do believe a lot of us are like beggars sitting on a gold mine we're sitting there saying oh i want to get more patients oh if only more patients knew about me or if only i came up on page one of google search if only this and only if only that i'm like no you've already got it you've got the patients already they're there you're sitting on them and you're ignoring them looking out for patients to come and you're like no you are sitting on them already the sooner you start realizing how powerful your database is how powerful a database is a lot of business owners as i say would pay handsomely for a database and this is not even a cold database so they they would pay handsomely for a database of doctors or accountants or lawyers that they can then market to but this database already has an affinity with you because you've treated them you've seen them in the clinic they're your pets 
so they've already got a reason to 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 like you and to want to be engaged with but you don't engage with them at all you ignore them a surgeon a few years ago retired and said, what's my practice worth if you think about it what is your practice what have you got what are you selling and most of us haven't got anything we've got nothing we've got maybe we do a lot of operating every week and see a lot of patients in in, in clinic every week but why are they coming to see us? Where are we getting them from? We don't know. It's just because we're nice people and we're known in the area. So when you leave, someone else will just be a person and be known in the area. But if you start thinking of your practice more like a business, and if you start realizing that businesses have loyal customers and they look after their customers and they realize that by looking after their customers, that's how they get more customers and they have systems and processes to look after their customers and they have an engaged group of customers, then all of a sudden that's then a business that's worth some money if you have all these things. But most of us are running a business. It's a shop, and people came to the shop 10 years ago. We've never, they've never been back to the shop. We've never spoken to them again. They probably can't remember our name. Why would anyone pay money for that database of people coming to the shop? Because if someone op opens a shop next door with a nicer shop front, or a nice looking person at the till, people are going to go to that shop instead of the other shop. There's no reason for people to come because the database, the people, the person who came 10 years ago isn't engaged with that business. Whereas if they were engaged with that business, if they did have an affinity and have a connection, if that, that shop was constantly updating them with the new developments and what's going on and what the shop stands for and why the guy started the shop and, you know, what, what, what he's trying to achieve with the shop then when a new shopping opens next door they're not going to go to the new one next door because they're they're um they're connected with with that shop so it's the same with us we've got to engage with patients and we've got to and look after patients now all this stuff i talk about is not anything bad i'm not saying we're trying to sell anything you're not selling anything to patients you just look them let them know exist let them know you that you're still around let them know that they can come back to clinic if they've got a problem you know the amount of people i've seen have been had surgery at the hospital so many years ago i'm not saying why aren't you going to see your original surgeon it's probably because they can't remember their name and they you know they, they're just not engaged with that original surgeon so if your database is not engaged with you it's not worth anything so what I would say to you, you've got a database, you've got a database of patients and you've got a base database of GPs, you've got a database of colleagues. So think about it, how it might work for you and in your practice, how you can engage with them. And again, it's not about selling. It's about giving value. So patients, letting them know latest news, coronavirus, people who've been to clinic and they're coming back for a follow up giving them some information about coronavirus. They might be worried about that. That's a topical thing. If they've got a knee replacement, how long is it likely to last? What if they hear a click? What if they're still getting pain? What if they get pain in the other side? What sort of, is it okay to use painkillers? What about the gel? Can I use ibuprofen gel? Is that going to affect things? Just information, just get in touch with people. Let them know what's going on. Give them some advice. Give them some information. Let them know what you're trying to do. I'm trying to build a national brand. I'm trying to be known locally. I'm trying to increase my Google reviews to encourage patients to come and, and uh, realize my, my values, my ethics, the service that I give. I'm trying to give a really first-class service to patients, and I really need your help by asking you to give me a review on Google or whatever. Just engage, becoming, let them engage with you. Let them become engaged with you. Um, 
GPs, uh, things like price lists, send them a price list. It might be useful for them to know. They might get people all the time coming and saying, look, there's a long waiting list for my hip replacement. How long, how much would it cost to, to have it done privately? I mean, GPs are seeing children, old people, pregnant women, all sorts of people. They can't know these things. Whereas if you send them a little laminated price list, these are the typical prices of hip replacements or knee replacements or arthroscopies or consultations. That's useful to them. You're not selling them. You're giving them some value. You're giving them something useful. Colleagues, if you do revision procedures, if you do complicated procedures, let them know they might not know. If you're um, a, a, a cardiologist and you work with cardiothoracic surgeons or vice versa, if you're uh, an orthopedic surgeon who works on shoulders, then you might want to work, talk to someone who works on elbows or someone who works with hips. You want to talk to someone who works on knees, say, this is what I do. If you get a problem with a patient who needs this, this is the sort of stuff I do. And I've just launched a service where I've offer a, 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 a one-stop shop where we do scans or whatever uh, or we use all different types of hip prosthesis uh, hip prosthesis or knee prosthesis and we unicompartmentally and we treat young people we treat old people whatever you do and whatever your your thing is and you've got to think about your thing which is a, maybe a story for another day but just letting people know this as again you're not trying to sell you just letting people know you're just being engaged with your audience with the people around you so that they know who you are they know what you do. They know what you stand for. And just engaging with them. Engage with your database regularly. Don't keep on trying looking for new patients. The patients are already there. You're sitting on them. They're the patients you saw in clinic last week, last month, last year, those patients are the patients you need to ch touching base and checking everything is okay, checking the, you got the information that you sent them, etc. The patients who you operated on last week, last month, last year, you need to say, look, hope everything's okay. You know, we offer follow-up appointments yearly follow-up appointments or this is the clinics has changed now to thursday afternoon so if you need anything or i'm doing telephone consultations topical at the moment um with people not wanting to come to clinic you know i'm offering telephone conversations if you want to touch base with me but engaging and using utilizing your database and realizing the value of your database it has a huge value your database it it, it holds value and you are not using it at all and you are spending time and energy looking for new patients when you should be looking after the patients already in your database in your system so think about it think about how you can add value give value to these people give service to these people it's not about selling it's about being a good doctor and it's about being a good person and giving value to people and letting people know who you are what you stand for you owe it to your patients if you are a good doctor and if you are doing things right and ethically, you owe it to your patients to let them know that you're doing this stuff. You owe it to the GPs to let them know that you're doing this stuff and who you are and why you're good. We all hear stories about botched this and botched that, and they had it done by some dubious surgeon or doctor who wasn't properly qualified. We think, isn't that terrible? The person who went to that doctor thought they were properly qualified, but they didn't know they weren't properly qualified because they didn't know what questions to ask. and They didn't know that you existed. So it's your fault for not telling them that you exist and what you are capable of doing and what sort of service you offer rather than the other guy because the botched the botched surgeon guy is just doing the same thing he's just trying to build a practice just like you are but if he's not qualified and if he's not doing things in the right way it's your fault for not educating patients to let them know what sort of things to look out for so that they don't go and get a botched guy have it done and they get you having it done you can't expect them just to know it these patients aren't stupid they just don't know and they don't know what to look for you hear very high profile uh, cases, what is it, Colin Hendry, the Scotland footballer, 
played for Scotland, captain of Scotland, was he? Anyway, um, his wife died having abdominal liposuction by a GP. Now, she probably thought that was a plastic surgeon doing that. It wasn't for lack of money, but he probably had a nice glossy website, a nice glossy clinic, and he punctured the bowel 14 times or something. So it's about letting people know what to look out for, why they should choose a plastic surgeon, for instance, for their abdominal liposuction and not a GP, or maybe not, not a GP, but why they should choose you, um, so that they know what questions to ask when they go to the clinic. So they don't see a nice clinic and a guy with a white coat with a nice certificate, uh, you know, saying, you know, some spurious um, qualification that they've got and it looks good. You can't blame them for going to that doctor if we haven't done our job and communicated with patients and communicated with people and told them what is different about us and why we are good. So communicate with your database, communicate with the patients who are already in your system, communicate with patients who've been in touch, who've inquired, who've booked a consultation but never came, who came to the consultation and hasn't proceeded, who dna from the consultation. These are group of people we never really engage with, who've had an operation. Usually we see them for the six-week, six-month follow-up, never hear from, again, hear from us again. Get in touch with them. Get in the habit of getting in touch with your database regularly and realizing that's where the money is. The money is in your database. It's not in getting new patients in. Focus on that, and that is how you'll grow your practice. I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. The power of your database. That's today's 6112. 6112. That's 6112 podcast. And I am Jonathan Stale, and I am checking out. Have a good night, and I'll see you next time. This is also on the 612 podcast, so uh, I hope uh, you're listening on there. Catch it on the Facebook page every Thursday.